welcome to the Boost Up a podcast, a journey to self-discovery. I am your host, Khulud Smail, and if you didn't hit the subscribe button yet, please do so you won't miss any of the episodes. This episode is about using art in coaching. My guest, Heather Tsovsky, will explain why art-based coaching is effective and how. Heather Tsovsky is a senior certified professional coach, licensed art therapist, art practitioner, and artist. Heather is from America, and she has lived in the US, Canada, China, and currently in the UAE. Prior to her coaching career, she worked as an art therapist. And additionally, she have developed community-based program, funded a breast cancer awareness charity in China, and taught art and children development classes. Her work and life experiences allowed her to combine her background in art therapy, teaching and expat living to create a unique and valuable art-based life coaching practice. Heather recently started her coaching business, Art for Life Coaching. Good morning, Heather. And thank you very much for making the time to join me today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Michelle Casso and Stuart Copley, in their book, Life, Paint and Passion, they state that another result of the practice of creativity is a great authenticity. Making art requires internal listening for which step is next the next paint brush stroke, the next dance movement, extra, as opposed to the gathering of an answer from the outside resource. So you being a an art therapist and now an art-based life coaching coach, what do you think of that? I think it's very accurate. It, it, art really taps into the intuitive side of, of human beings. And that is why I use it to help people because it really uh, goes below the level of words and how we process things and gets to the root of, of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So how, what is art-based coaching? So art-based coaching in its simplest form is the use of art in a coaching session. Um, so the client is creating the art. And in most cases, there are obviously opportunities where you could utilize pieces of artwork for response. But for this conversation, uh, it's client created artwork. I present very simple materials, uh, markers, colored pencil, uh, paint, collage, and, um, and it's used as a tool for the client to express themselves, to access what the true nature of what's going on. And then the client has the opportunity once that artwork is created to gain insight and add meaning to it kind of the idea of getting it out of the out of you and onto a paper and then you can kind of sort through what's going on mm -hmm. 
So, so do you determine the subject for your client or they choose what they want? It depends. You know, ideally the client does some warm up, you know, and just gets familiar with the materials. And sometimes that can spark an image or spark some thought. It's not about um, the final product. It's not about the final piece of artwork. It's about the process. So um, you don't have to have any artistic ability. It's really just using color, shape, and, and form to get something onto a piece of paper. So sometimes there are uh, a directive that relates to the coaching conversation, and sometimes not. Sometimes it's just a, a, the client kind of um, freely expressing on a piece of paper. And in terms of like uh, uh, art, is it mainly drawing or is there, you know, there are different types of arts. Is it uh, uh, singing, dancing? Uh, what is it uh, in general? Does it work with all kinds of arts or is it, how do you focus on what kind of arts? So for me, I focus on um, the visual arts. Mm -hmm. I use marker, pencil, crayon, paint, collage. Um, I don't, there's a whole field that relates to music and there's a whole field that relates to dance and movement. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so much rich information. I focus basically on the visual arts and, and creating those um, because the other ones are kind of outside of my training. There's a lot of people that work with and a combination of all of them. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't tend to, to work outside of that. Mm -hmm. So your fo major focus is on visual arts? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm so curious to ask you about that you are an you are an art therapist and now you wanted to shift into art and in coaching so what is the differences between using art in therapy or using art as is it a tool as a coaching tool can you tell us more? Essentially, it is a coaching tool. So art therapy is the use of art in a therapeutic relationship. Mm -hmm. And so that is generally um, mental health related, clinically related. Mm -hmm. um, and coaching is non-clinical, non-mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and so the art is used in the session as a tool, but it's very much integrated into the session. But the main difference is that one is therapy and one is mental health based, clinical, and one is, and, and in therapy, a lot of times um, you focus on the history of the client to work through stuff that has happened in the past. Whereas coaching is more present to future focused. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, you know, not mental health related and not clinically based. Mm -hmm. So those are the, the major differences. How do you di distinguish like this client? Yes, art, art, uh, art coaching can work with him or her. Art based coaching can work with anyone. You don't have to have an artistic ability. You just have a, a willingness to try. 
Mm -hmm. um, so obviously if someone has zero interest in using art materials, then that that's fine. It's client-based. Um, I'm not by any means forcing anything on anyone that they're uncomfortable with. So if they're willing, it can work with anyone. Ah, great. Because, you know, at school, you see children saying, oh, I'm not into art. I'm not too into music. I'm not into math. I mean, like you see differences like uh, and desire for wh what they think they are better in. So in being a client, even if you are not uh, artistic, you can still, this can still apply to you. So how does it work, this creativity thing? Because in art, you know, you need to be creative. So how does it work when you have a client who is not, who does not have this uh, uh, artistic abilities, let us say, how, how do you differ between someone who have this artistic uh, uh, ability from another one who doesn't have it? So creativity has to do with the final product. It has, to, in my mind, it has to do with the artwork. This is about the process of using art and it's very different. And I think this is a great question um, because whether you're just creating scribbles with line, color, shape, or you're creating a masterpiece, the process is where the work is done. Mm -hmm. The final product may look like nothing mm -hmm. to someone who's an outside observer, but has very rich meaning for the client. And the reason that, that this works in this type of setting is in terms of our brain, we have a right and the left hemisphere. Our left hemisphere is where language is. It's, it's our filing cabinet of our brain. Data points are organized and they take, the left side takes an experience and breaks it down into little pieces and then files that all away. The right hemisphere of the brain is the nonverbal side and it takes the whole experience and it, it processes and stores the whole experience, but it doesn't have language. And so things that happen in our lives, things that are going on with us in a whole are stored in the right, but we can't access that with words. So it's that idea where you say, something's bothering me, but I just can't explain it. Mm -hmm. That's that right, left hemisphere. You're storing that in the, in the right. And the left side has organized that information in a different way and you can't access it as well as the left side of the brain. It likes consistency. It's going to protect us. So when we tell a story or we say something and add something verbal, sometimes it's not accurate because it's trying to maintain the, the, the the certainty of the situation. Mm -hmm. So it's like this false memories. When you retell something, that's because your left side of your brain has stored it in different ways and it put it back together in a way that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. And it was really certain, but it's not necessarily accurate. So when you create art, you're distracting the left side of the brain. You're saying, don't worry, you don't need to do anything right now. You take a break. And it's an opportunity for the right side to express itself through the art. And so now that information is on this piece of paper and it's the client's space now to assign meaning, to gain understanding through some 
open questions, just like we do in the coaching conversation. You know, powerful questions is the same thing. Um, but it's the client who assigns the meeting. It's the client who gains the understanding and it's the client who has all the answers. It's just allowing them to quiet one part of their brain to access another. So that's why it's not about the final product and it's not about creativity. It's really as a tool of expression. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. Um... That's very interesting. I didn't know that. And I was like, so curious. I know very little about uh, art in coaching. And I was like, really curious to know how it works. So, so, so this is, it's basically b uh, based on the process of driving this information through those still the powerful question as a, as a coach that you need to ask. So, but the client is accessing this information and transferring it into, or, ex or expressing it in, in, a, in a way, in, in, a, in, in lines or whatever, or a, a brush on a, on a piece of paper. Is it like that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's all client-driven. It's mm -hmm. all their um, information and it's their understanding of the information. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't have any input mm -hmm. on oh, I see this, this, and this, and the that's not what it's about. It's all client driven. Um, because if I were to say, oh, you know what that looks like to me, that's my meaning. I'm assigning my information to their artwork. So it's really comes from the client as well as while they're creating the artwork, maybe they have a, a memory, maybe something, you know, they have a thought, something comes up, that information is very valuable as well. So, so basically, it's not only a drawing, uh, it's as well, there is a conversation or a dialogue between you and the client. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's where the understanding comes from. That's where the insight comes from. That's where the shift can occur. So can you summarize the process in general, like you usually follow with a client? So I would uh, meet a client, we would do a discovery session, you know, get some idea of, of what area they're, they're interested in working on because the client, you know, is, is the director of the show. So they're coming in and they're, you know, letting me know what they want to work on. And then um, we would do some warm up exercises and that, you know, a lot of adults haven't picked up art materials in a very, very long time, just like you said, you know, Sixth, seventh grade is when art classes usually end in school. So it's maybe been a long time and maybe they've colored a little with their kids if they have children. So the first step is really to get them comfortable with using art materials and um, playing around with that. And then based on the objective of the session and what they wanna work on, then I might suggest an art directive um, or ask about something, ask them to create uh, an image that related to something that we're working on. And then I ask powerful questions and reflect, um, you know, summarize and reflect back information to the client just as I would in, in any uh, traditional coaching conversation. And then the client takes that information and, and assigns meaning to it or has some um, under greater understanding about the situation. And then we 
pick up, usually there'll be a space that we wanna come back to. Uh, and we would then continue in the next session using uh, a similar process. All of the artwork, we would discuss about how we would want to maintain it because the artwork is a record of the session. Um, and so we treat it the same way as it, that it has value and then it's a, an extension of the client. So uh, whether I would store it until the end, um, that's preferable because then in the end, or if we're doing online sessions that they take their artwork and put it somewhere safe mm -hmm. so that it doesn't accidentally get spilled on or so, you know, for some, for example. And then at the end of our coaching sessions, we review and the artwork is now a visual representation of the work that we've done. A lot of times in coaching sessions, you can finish the session and you don't remember what was like, you remember the key parts, but you don't remember the details. And um, so this also provides kind of a record of the process of the, the sessions, which is really nice to go back and see progress or go back and, and maybe even gain some more understanding. It could be more than one drawing for the same client that they might need, or is it like one drawing and they build up on this drawing for the next session or the third session? It's really up to the client. Mm -hmm. I can see applications for both. You know, there are definitely opportunities for things to, to be added to. Um, sometimes you feel like maybe that piece of artwork isn't complete, mm -hmm. that art that that drawing isn't complete and you want to come back in and add something, all of that is, there's no, um, again, because it's so client driven, there's no hard and fast rules. Mm -hmm. So you explained a little bit about the left and the right, uh, you know, sides of the brain and, and how does it work? And I, I am interested again to ask, like, if there is anything you would like to add, like, why does this art coaching works? So I think that it, because it taps into the brain, into a part that's not regulated by language, mm -hmm. it gets below the level. It gets to a deeper level of, of what's going on for the client and um, makes, it's a more rich and deep conversation much quicker because it taps into stuff that, um, you're being safeguarded by language. You know, your brain wants that, that, that certainty. And if we're going into areas that aren't certain, we're going to areas that aren't necessarily understood, that's gonna really, the brain is gonna protect, the left side is really gonna protect that. So you're getting under to the deeper root of something much quicker. Um, and, and that's where the work happens. I think that's why it works so well, as well as, you know, this, what we've talked about today is, is all about understanding and, um, exploration, but there's a whole side of art, which just relates to healing. And that's another way that I use art with clients in, and helping them to use art to heal themselves. Um, so there's a lot of different ways in which you can apply art into a coaching session. Um, but I think mainly it works because it gets to that deeper root level of, of what's going on.
Great, Heidar. That's that's really uh, very insightful, and uh, thank you very much for all this uh, uh, rich information. Uh, I am so delighted uh, to have you today and to to learn uh, a lot uh, from you about uh, art therapy. And I know that you have gathered with you have lived abroad in different countries, and with your previous uh, experience and being an artist as well, and your previous experience as as an art therapist, you have just started your uh, art for life coaching. Would you like to tell us anything about it? Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I'm launching my own coaching business, um, working with clients using art. I'm doing it uh, online as well as in person. Um, one of the great gifts, if you will, of the pandemic is that so many things have gone online. And so now it's the possibility to reach people wherever they are. Um, and, and you do not have to be face-to-face -to, -face to do art-based coaching. You can do it online um, with some basic supplies. And um, the, the coaching, my coaching uh, practice works with art kind of as, a, as I was mentioning in an explorative way. I also work with it within a, a healing framework as well as within an art community basis. Mm -hmm. um, I feel that those three components are really important to treating someone as a whole, uh, working with someone as a whole. So I'm offering individual and group services. Um, and uh, yeah. I wish you all the luck and uh, thank, you. thank you very much uh, for this uh, amazing uh, conversation. Thank you, Heather. Thank you for the opportunity. I really enjoyed uh, explaining to you my world. This is what I have got for this episode. And if you love it, please share it on your Facebook or Instagram story and tag me at holud.ismail, K-H-O-L-O-U-D dot I-S-M-A-I-L. And remember, sharing is caring. And I wish you a wonderful day.